This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. So sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash and head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And Better Fantasy, it's a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in the below the belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DGens, for the Farmers Open prop picks. Uh, it's kind of going to be a weird show tonight, boys. Uh, it's uh, it's late Monday. There's uh, not a whole lot of stuff out. So uh, your boy, Boston Capper, and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Uh, we're just going to kind of shoot this one from the hip, man. We're going we're gonna to go through some odds. We're just going to kind of walk through everything. We, we haven't... Uh, we haven't talked about anything. There's nothing really to uh, go on. So uh, basically just hear us uh, kind of go through our process and, uh, and what we're targeting. Yeah. So, yeah. So let, let's pull back the curtain real quick. So while as a fan, I really appreciate what the PGA Tour did by moving Wednesday to Saturday. Yes, absolutely. As a content creator and a handicapper and a guy who is based on deadlines to not only make picks, but to also give you picks and produce shows and articles and stuff, this sucks. Mm. And I think I've heard people say, I want every single fall season event be no. Wednesday through Saturday. I, I don't want that. I'd, I'd pull the Nagels, man. That would be, yeah. we, we just take the fall off. We might. Or maybe we just do one show and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. You can't, it, be, doing, it's, can't be doing three shows a week. Yeah, it's, it's, for content creators, it's not great. So, like we just mentioned, not everything has is out. Like I, I wish, like you know, if we had access to WinBet, they have everything out, but we don't. No, we don't. No. So we don't really have a final card right now. Ooh. Like we're still digesting things. So instead of giving you everything, and, and listen, like this is going to be all over the place. Like Boston Capper said, this is going to be more kind of like a conversation. We're going to bounce ideas back off each other. It's going to be a loosey goosey show, not really a clear format. So let's say if you're not into that. Just fast forward to the end. We'll tell you everything we picked, you know, basically the show. <laughs> but if you want to hear our process and kind of listen to two maniacs at 1030 on Monday night, both made a, a cocktail and go over the odds boards and kind of maybe get into bets, maybe try and talk each other out of doing something stupid. You're in for a ride. So, <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> why don't we first start with why don't we give a quick recap of what we bet outright? Okay. And we, we just recorded a show with Andy Lack. Uh, we did DFS tiering and uh, uh, we did outright bets. And there's also a great conversation about John Rom yeah. that you absolutely need to go listen to. Yes. So, but we made our outright picks there. So Boston Capper, why just do a quick recap of what you're on outright for the right, tournament? So, so outright, I'm on uh, Bryson, 22, uh, Burns, 22 or 24. I can't read my own fucking handwriting. Uh, Finau, 33, uh, Homa, 60. 
So okay. Andy was pretty fucking strong on Berger. Mm-hmm. He was. I don't know. I might have to dip my toes in. Okay. So I, I think because I like Berger a lot this week. I this think is funny. That, I like Berger season long, but like I didn't see him at all. Like he didn't pop for me at all this week. So here, here's what concerns me about Berger, though. And maybe this is dumb. Like, I, I understand he's one on POA. Yeah. What's bothered me about Berger is his putter ever since the start of the Fast Cup playoffs last year has been bad, like yeah. really bad. And he's a really good putter. And we've seen him on bank grass. It was bad. And I thought, OK, maybe we put him on Bermuda. We better. And it was bad at Eastlake. And I think of the hero, too. There's no strokes game, but he wasn't making a whole lot of putts that week. He played well. He shucked the ball great. He wasn't making a whole lot of putts. And he was bad at the Sony. So now we get Mampoa, which he's won at Pebble. I think his other Poa history is a little dicey. Yeah. So I like him top 10 this week. I don't know about the outright because I because I'm on Sung JM as one right. of my outrights. And I kind of look at those guys. They're kind of do a lot of similar things like Berger right now. He's a, he's on an absolute heater with his irons. No question about that. Both of them hit their long irons pretty well, though. They're about equal there. So I think we're on the same footing. They're off the tee. They're basically the same. Both of them average about 299 off the box the last three years. Both of them hit about 60, like 364% of their fairways. So the same there. Sungjae's a little streakier with the putter. Um, I've seen him have, have pretty big upside on Poa Greens at Torrey Pines. I've seen him have downside. But, you know, I mean, I'm kind of looking for volatility there. I kind of I like a little bit more of the volatility with Sungjae. And he's like 10 points lower. Yeah. So that's why I went for him. Okay. Makes sense. But I, I, I don't mind Berger at all. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. All right. So so I, I'm on. I got Burns at 25. I, I kind of targeted like, and I was only going to shoot for three guys between like 25 and 35 and then get somebody down the card. But there ended up being a guy that I found that I just I couldn't resist the number. So I got Burns at 25. I got Sungjae at 32. got Fina at 33. And then I found a Scheffler at 34. If you want to hear my arguments why I like both those all those guys, you can go listen to the Air Podcast. I'm not going to yep. rehash it. And then I found a, a, a 70 on Wolf. And I think for me, it comes down to if you like Bryson this week, you got to like Wolf. Like both these guys are going to attack the golf course the same. I've, you know, I've seen Wolf also have success here and he's 70 to one. I mean, I heard you say that on the last pod too. And so, I mean, this is, I feel like everybody's, maybe it's not everybody, maybe it's just you, like, but it's the same. So it's a Rom Palmer course. It's a fucking Bryson Wolf course. I'm not really saying that. I think just both of them are going to attack this place similarly. Okay. And they okay. both can do similar things. Okay. It's it's similar to my Sung Jay Berger argument. Okay. Like, I think they both do similar things. Sung Jay is 10 points lower. Wolf and Bryson, I mean, yeah, it's 50 listen, points lower. Listen, yeah. I mean, Wolf, I think, <laughs> Wolf has a much bigger floor, a deeper floor than Bryson. Deeper floor, yeah. I'm not saying Wolf is better than Bryson, but I also think their ceilings are similar. Okay. When they're both at their best. And I mean, Wolf should, he could have won a couple tournaments in the fall. Yeah. He's close. I mean, yeah. he definitely is there. And like, I, I'm, I'm willing to throw out what happened last week because he's never really good at the stadium course. So yeah. let me ask you another question, too. And yeah. we saw, we see this on our Slack channel sometimes. Do you like backing up your outrights with the top 10 or do you like kind of just let it go? Depends on the guy. 
I know that's okay. I know that's a cop out, but is it? But I mean, really, like I mean, if it's a if it's a boomer bus guy, then no. But if it's a rom, if it's a if it's somebody who's let's just I'll pick an arbitrary number, but somewhere between like twenty and twenty five to one, I'll typically do a top ten on them. Okay, all right. Is there any one of your outrights you're maybe? We'll, we'll talk about positional props later, but is there mm-hmm. anyone you're outrights right now you kind of want to get in on like a top 10 or something? So I, I have two top 10 bets in right now, and one's Burns, and that's okay. and that's two to one, and Rom, and it's minus 140. Oh, man. So you're going back to that. Back to the well, baby. Back to the well. <sighs> I can't I can't after last week. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. I just think his course history here is so fucking good, and I'm not betting him at six to one to fucking win a top 10. I mean, what yeah. you four in the last five. I, it's just I I, I, I know. I, I mean, I know. we we talked about the last show. I I don't. I knew it was gonna be crazy low, six and a half to one. It's fucking it's ridiculous. Seven to one. Like, come it's on. It's like this is a stack field. It's dumb. It's, it's really dumb. It is bad. It's either the books are afraid of like just people just auto betting him, or I don't know. So yeah, I mean that's it. The books don't want the action on him, <laughs> and if anybody's dumb enough to put the axe on them, then I mean, what's the, what's their liability on that? Do you know what I mean? It's going to be fucking low as shit. So who cares? Right. Yeah. So, all right. Why don't we take a quick break and then, um, why don't we start with matchups? We'll kind of work our way down from there. All right. Sounds good, man. Well, listen, if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of the win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet 10 bucks to win 200 new customers who make their first $10 bet win loss or push will receive $200 in free bets. So great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now over at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport we have what you need to win today so go sign up today to receive a special offer risk-free thousand dollar sports bet bet big win bigger with WinBet. download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com today all right why don't we start with matchups right. so i have a couple down but there's one more slot i basically need to fill and you haven't ticked any so nope they will pick a couple on the air for you yeah that's fun up here so when I did my matchup research column back in like December, I made mention that, you know, it seemed like there was a good ROI on taking got like big, like pre-tournament favorites. Well, most of it was John Rom. Basically, mm-hmm. he was killing everybody, everybody last right. year just right. because he finished top 10 every time. And, you know, somebody basically had to have a ceiling week in order to beat him. And we see this again this week. I mean, we got him at matchup against like JT. Rom's a minus 160 favorite. You got him matched up against Xander. Rom is like a minus 210 favorite. Got matched up against Hideki. He's like a minus 205 favorite. So, I mean, like, I, I there's temptation to go plus odds. Are you tempted at all to bet any of those guys? No. No, I'm not either. No. And you're not going to lay the juice, right? Nope. No, no. That's, a, that's a pass for me. Just, I mean, yeah. holy shit. I mean, minus, two, minus 210 against Xander, like... I mean, come on, man. I know that's, that's ridiculous. Like Rom could finish third, but Xander wins the tournament. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 no, no, like no. And I like Hideki a lot this week, so I wouldn't take that. I guess in theory, I take JT because I don't feel like this is a course for him. Um, you take it, Rob, we take Rob minus one sixty against JT. I guess, but it's like that's not something that like I'm running to the window. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. something where I'm like, yeah, all of a sudden JT finds his putting stroke. 
And, you know, yeah. So then I guess if you don't really like JT, you might want to move to the next tier. So he's a favorite against two underdogs who one is Xander, who I mean, I I had a little bit of a contrarian take on him yeah. in our DFS show. Yeah. He's like plus 115, plus 110 against him. And he got Hideki, who we both like. Yeah. Oh, he's an mind. underdog against JT. Yeah. Maybe that that might be an option, actually. That's that not looks bad. Kind of yeah, that's not bad. Plus 110. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. The um, so that's the thing, right? When, so, I mean, the guys who follow us on Slack, and uh, you know, like we give out our matchups on, on the pod, but then when we're in Slack, we're doing fucking round to round matchups and stuff. Uh, typically, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but we typically don't do the 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 higher higher known guys. Like we're looking for we're looking for some value on some mid tier guys where we think the the book's getting a little sloppy and they don't know the difference between player X and player Y. Like uh, the fact, like betting against JT. I feel long-term is never a good strategy, right? So while the plus 110 looks good and I like Hideki this week, I mean, it basically is a coin flip. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've kind of changed my perception of this stuff too because, like, I mean, the books do a good job pairing guys who are basically kind of equal. So I found last year that kind of betting some of these, like, small underdogs actually has some value and decent ROI. Now... Now, if you blindly bet it, you're going to lose. You have right. to be very selective about it. But yeah, like I can kind of, I might be able to buy myself into a Hideki plus one ten over JT. Like, I mean, like I, I could think, talk myself into that. So, how many times has he actually played the Farmers? It's Ooh. not many. Because I, I like, I think, I think his course history number it looks good. Yeah, I'll tell you. But that's just because it's mostly that U.S. Open, which is like a T eighteen, and you're gaining a lot of strokes on that field because there's such a wide disparity because the U.S. Open. Like, if you do well, you're gaining a ton of strokes on the field. I mean, I don't even... He hasn't played here in a lot since... I don't even know. It goes... Like, my my mind only goes back five years. He hasn't played in the last five years. Okay. So he's played this once, then. That's tempting to me. Maybe we'll circle back around to that. That's not bad. Wait, there we go. All right. So moving down. So here's another guy I was actually maybe going to target for DeFate. Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Now, the problem is I'm not really looking at what I'm well. I, I guess I should take that back. There's two guys I would consider. I guess my fear with DJ. Is we don't know what he's been up to. Mm-hmm. If he is right, this should be a golf course that he should eat up. Yeah. Problem is <clears throat> he hasn't really done anything here like, no. ever. Like, I think his best friend is like T18. He hasn't played yet. He's another guy. He's another guy who has he hasn't played the last four years, and the last time he played here five years ago got cut. Yeah, and he's got the bone saw next week. Like, is this just shake off the rust week for him? Yeah, maybe. could be. And I'm seeing a burger who I like this week in minus one twenty over him. And nope. I'm seeing a Burns who I like in minus one twenty. Like, I guess like it kind of seems like is that like a, a sucker bet? Is that a trap bet? Because I think a lot of people like those guys this week. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if a lot of people like Burger. Like, I guess Andy kind of caught me off guard with that, right? Just because, like, he, he definitely. So when I put my DFS model together, I, I weighted twenty percent, one seventy five uh, and over, and then twenty percent, two hundred and over, or whatever, right? Eliminated putting and did around the green. And he, Burger definitely popped in the model. Um, and I never use long. I never use. I, I try to use no more than twenty four rounds, and I'll bounce back and forth and see what the difference is. I'll go twelve, twenty four, fifty, and I'll see who overlaps. Um, but 
I think I'd be more apt to take Burns because I like Burns more this week. Um, okay. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think between the two, I trust Burns more than Berger. I think so, too. Like I- I've seen Berger kind of in these spots, too, and sometimes he kind of busts on some of these longer golf courses. Yeah. So I, I at least know that Burns has the length. Yeah. So, right, yeah. so that's that's one thing to consider. Man, uh, it's so then, weird to bet Burns. Fuck it. So, man, Burns is a favorite over DJ. That's I so know, weird. but so I mean, weird. this is so kind of like this is kind of the new world order, though. No, like, Burns is not. Well, a I, I'm ta- I'm talking about like, listen, DJ, like DJ's great. Yeah, I know. Get up in age. Yeah. Like, and we have a lot of really good young players. Yeah, no, you're right. And yeah. like over the last year, Sam Burns has been. Awesome. Yeah. Now, like, I think maybe the holdup is because he hasn't really done it in a big spot. Right. Like his wins are the Valspar and the Sanderson. Valspar was tough, and, though. And, well, I'm, it's yeah, but like not like it's not a good field. Like it's 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 one of the lesser caliber tournaments yeah, that's of, fair. of the year. And I think you hold it in the scene because he beat Keegan Bradley and you're biased on that fact. Yeah. I'm so, that. But my, my point is he hasn't done it in a major. Yeah. So maybe that's why we're having kind of a hard time buying in on Burns. But lots of guys don't do it in majors. I know. Like Cantley hasn't really done anything majors. He's only has yeah. one top ten. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think I, I think the line's fair. I mean, DJ didn't really play all that great last year. You know, I think he only had one top ten. Oh yeah. Just, it's he's, the bone song. He, he, he did not play well. He did not. No. No. So all right, so up top here. I think the ones I have circled are Hideki over JT. Yeah, I like that one. And Burns over DJ. I'm fine with that. Okay. All right. Why don't we take another break, and then we'll consider breaking down the matchups. All right. Sounds good, man. So, listen, prop swap uh, is – wait. Which one did I do last time? <laughs> it's, it's late. <laughs> you didn't win that. Win bet. Oh, we're on Manscaped. So listen, support the Golf Gambler podcast. Uh, and we are brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the performance package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and a free worldwide shipping with code SGP at manscaped.com. And if my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Listen, uh, you've heard me talk about it before. You've heard the boys talk about it before. Um, you, listen, you got the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. You got a oh, ear and nose hair trimmer. You got ball deodorant, uh, a reviver toner for those saggy balls. As you get to my age, you definitely need that, right? So, And they also give you some boxer briefs as well. Um, and look, you can take it in the shower, and listen, make your lady happy, all right? You're out golfing on Saturdays and Sundays. The least you can do is keep it nice and trim for her when you you grotesque people try to go have sex with your wives, okay? So keep it keep it nice and clean for the ladies. And, uh, yeah, listen, go to manscaped.com and uh, take care of yourself and get 20% off and free shipping with promo code SGP. All right. After that, let's continue. To <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next section here, it seems like we're pairing up guys who I think we all we all we like. We get Sungjae, Scheffler, Finau, yeah, all kind of paired. They're basically about the same odds, yep. kind of a coin flip. I mean, for me, like that's a pass. That's a pass. I yeah, I pass that yep. range immediately. Yep. Yep. So, all right, now we get to some ugly ducklings, mm-hmm. like kind of like the black sheep. So now we get to a trio of. All paired together, like like in different matches. Kepka, Spieth, and Reed. Yeah. 
God, that's that's ugly. So my initial reaction was, ooh, Kepka over speed. Okay. I know he doesn't have good tournament history here and his form's not great, but fucking neither is, neither is speed, right? At least yeah. at least Brooks in a big boy field, I trust. And I know speed's a short game wizard, but like we talked about on the last pod, right? Something's something's off with, with speed and a swing. So if I can get even odds, I'd rather take that than have to pay a little heavier juice against Patrick Reed, who I know his form is trash, but you know, has good history here. And same thing. I, I feel like I don't know, whatever. I'm always in the bag for Brooks. So but I yeah. like Brooks over speed. So I was able to confirm Brooks is not playing the bone saw next week. Ooh. Yeah. So he's here to play. Okay. He's not here to shake off Russ. He's not here to do any of that stuff. So okay. I mean look look, I think he played the farmers for the first time ever last year. And the goal was basically I want to do like a reconnaissance, like mm-hmm. a scouting report before I play the U.S. Open. Then he played the U.S. Open. He's great, but he was bad at. Yeah, he was farmers, fresh, off, he was fresh I, off the knee injury too. Yeah, that's was it. it I don't know. I, I lose track of all the injuries. I know, right? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I guess for me, because I can see a way Spieth kind of does what Reed does this place like okay. he's just kind of a mess he just gets up and down for everywhere brooks i mean let, let's say brooks hasn't really looked all that good no. in a while ever since the open championship i think it's been so, a while yeah it has like i mean he he played okay at the hero and then he sucked in the final round other than that though like he didn't really do much at the century tournament champions didn't do anything anything the fast cup playoffs Yep. He actually ended up hurting himself there. I mean, he was fine in the Ryder Cup, but you can't take away anything from the Ryder Cup. No. Like yep. it's match play; it's a different animal. Yeah. Um, he did nothing at the CJ Cup, and I think he might have played one other event and didn't really do anything. So okay. I don't know. I, th- I I I never really like playing Brooks in matchups because I just I don't really know what I'm getting from him. Yeah, it's fair. So all right, that's fair. All right, let's go down here. Here's one guy we didn't really talk about in the DFS uh, show. Will Zalatoris. I I think we mentioned the steam, but we didn't Mm. actually give an opinion either way on him. Do you have a take on him? Because some of the matchup, he's paired up in a matchup I'm kind of interested in. He's paired up in two matchups I'm kind of interested in because I don't want to take the steam in the DFS in case he blows up. And I don't think this is the first tournament Will Z wins. So I, I, I don't think I don't think so either. And so I didn't want to I didn't want to take him out right, but I mean both these matchups to me are pretty good. Which one do you like better, him against like Connors or Gooch? Gooch. See, I like him against Connors better. So when I look at like so, I so I like look, breaking up the DFS range. Like now I use it for DFS. I like using it for the betting board. Right. And I'm looking basically at the eight thousand dollar range, and I see a lot of guys who are really good on West Coast POA. And the one that stands out is Corey Connors. Corey Connors. He yeah. Sucks at this place. He's losing a full stroke per round putting on West Coast POA. Yeah. Now, thinking with Connors, like his finishes at Farmers has still been pretty good, but it's limited. He has a ceiling. His ceiling is basically T30. I think so. 
It is. That's basically what he's been doing here. And because he's so bad on the greens and he's not a good scrambler either that if he kind of has like one bad ball strike, I feel, like like, I feel like that's improved though. No, it hasn't really he's scrambling. He's he's in the negative scrambling around the greens. He was about 0.15 strokes per round over his last 50 rounds. He was like a quarter stroke per round in, over his last 12. His putter recently has been good, but he's bad on POA. Yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting that to go back. I mean, like, if, if you want to hang your head on Connors, he's going to hit every fairway. He's a good iron player. He's okay from – he's a pretty good long iron player. But, like, you know, things I've been talking about is, like, it seems like the secret sauce here is just how you do on the greens and how you do around them because it's – you know, you're going to be missing your fair share of greens and you're going to be, again, trying to get up and down. Like, and his iron numbers are good, but they're not what they were last year. Like, they're – Fine, but like Taylor Gooch is hitting the ball better with his irons over his last 50 rounds than Connors is. 50 like, rounds is such a long time. Even, even Christian Bizane, who's hitting better, like with his irons, his last 50. So, rounds. do you typically use that big of a sample size? Yeah, I, I so I use 50 and 12. Okay, yeah, 12 is like extreme, like that's three tournament window, like that's very volatile. You, you hope it's three tournaments. Well, yeah, depending I, on I, the I golfer, hope, I hope. it's about <laughs> all right. It's about three ter- full tournaments that yeah. might be spread out over six if you're just missing every cut. But you're going to show badly in that. So I, I use that of like, okay, like is this guy going to regress to the mean? Is this guy maybe yeah. going to come back? Is this guy just riding a hot wave? Like it just like I don't how I look at this stuff. Like I use it as just a high level view, just mm-hmm. what a guy is doing, and then I kind of pick different things I like and I go from there. So. I, I guess for me, I mean, so the juice, so Will Z is like minus 125 over Connors. I don't mind that. I might bite. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay. I don't I don't hate it. All right. Now let's let's move down a, a little bit more. I, now we've come across the first one I've bet. All okay. Week. So I bet Ryan Palmer minus 110 over Billy Horschel. I understand that Ryan Palmer has some DFS steam. Don't care. Billy Horschel is terrible here. He is bad here. He has one good finish. The only thing that concerns me about that is his one good finish was in 2019 when the weather was actually pretty good and the weather's looking pretty good this week. Regardless, though, it is really bad here. And like his he's best known for like being a good putter. He's been his poa putting is bad. He's losing like he's a a Florida guy. Right. And his iron plays bad. Like he's not even that all good of a scrambler. Like he basically has to hope that. He's going to hit a lot of fairways and then maybe find something with his irons, which he just he's not a good long iron player. So yeah, I, like, I uh, took Ryan Palmer like minus 110 over him. I like that. If, my, if, 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 if one of my books finally offers some matchups and that's one of them, I would 100 okay. percent take that. Now, there's another one. And, you know, Andy maybe tried to I think he might have swayed me on him. Mm-hmm. So I see Justin Rose minus 115 over Christian Bizane Hood. And it's a matchup I took last week and I fucking lost. OK, well, it's a rematch. Yeah. Maybe Justin Rose, you know, he's, he knows that Zane who got the best of him. And uh, <laughs> all right. Real talk, though. <laughs> I, listen, like I, Zane, who was fine. He yeah, didn't do fine. anything great. Like he had a lot of steam. And like, I think for here. Like. If I am overrating the scrambling game because the weather's going to be OK. Maybe he doesn't have that big of an edge because like while he gains a lot of strokes with his irons. His long approach shots suck, mm-hmm. and he's actually a little overrated with the scrambling. Like he's actually about net neutral okay. over his last fifty rounds. He's just a really good putter, but 
that's really all you're banking on. And he's got okay accuracy. He's so short though. He's averaging 284 off the box over the last like two years. Like it's it's not great. Yeah. I pass. I I I might I might buy that Justin Rose. Maybe. Pass. The pass. Okay. All right. Moving on down the card a little more. You got Siwoo Kim or Max Homa. You're gonna take your boy. What? I bet Homa outright. No. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> How about Waki Nemo over Cameron Tringali? So, I mean, the way you talked about him was fine. What is, I don't even remember what Tringali did last week because I, I just bet him outright. Oh, he's, he sucked. He was bad. I don't hate it. Juice I mean, bad. his outright number is reasonable this week. It's like oh, a okay, hundred and one, but I don't know. Uh, right. eh. Okay. Eh. Here's, one I, here's another one I took, and yeah. I agree with Andy Lack about Mackenzie Hughes, like, last when he talked about him but he's minus 150 over francesco malinari i think that's a lot of respect for mackenzie hughes that's when almost all of that his success at tory pines is that u.s open number if you go look at his farmer's results they're not very good okay and malinari kind of churns out a lot of top 20s here yeah and he played good last week Hey, fucking came in. What did he come in? Fifth? Yeah, and, and I think like if Molinari is right, I think he's a better player, Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah, dude. dude so just so went on that one year heater and fucking was winning everything. So I took that. I have plus one twenty five over Francesco Molinari. I like that one. That's that's a little bit of an underdog play. Yeah, I like that. All right. Anything else you that like you just scroll down here that's catching your eye? You got, you know, flavor of the week, Aaron Wise over Alex Norin. You got Ricky over Gary. God, that's a you're a glutton for punishment if you bet that one. Gary's yeah. minus one forty-five. You can't lay that type of juice with him, man. Good lord, how how far has Ricky fallen? Ricky sucks, dude. Is what it is. I know. Just I mean, Gary Willen sucks too. I was never a Ricky. I was never a Ricky guy. So like, I don't know. It's just whatever. It's whatever to me. He's just another golfer. Okay. I've got too much attention because he wore orange pants. Like who could? All right. How about Carlos Ortiz or Adam Hadwin? No. Ortiz was good here last year. Yeah, I'm not touching it. Okay. All right. I, I don't mind. I'm telling you, I I I don't know. Maybe I should fucking lay off and just have the, the hoagie exposure and fucking DFS. <laughs> Are you talking about um over day. Hoagie over Jason Day? Yeah. Hoagie's played well here. What, what, what he what? has played well here. I think he has like a top ten here. Yeah, and he's coming in, and he's coming in decent form, right? We get T three. I, I guess I guess the question is are you I mean you're buying at the absolute peak on Tom Hoagie. I mean, it's seventy five hundred. Am I really buying it? And I'm getting plus odds. I'm not buying high. I mean, I'm talking. I'm talking about like results wise. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, he's got he's got a top. He's got a T five with nineteen. Was it nineteen or twenty? Twenty was the funky year or nineteen? Nineteen was the really easy year. Okay, that was so, the one when Justin Rose won at like twenty. Okay, so so twenty twenty he got a, he came in fifth and then T twelve uh, in eighteen. Good. I mean, if you think Jason Day is done, I think he's cooked, man. Don't you think he's cooked? I don't. He showed glimpses last week. Like he bat, he bat, he had a rough day at the stadium course. He actually had it going at the same course. I think he like tripled a hole. Oh, that's right. To, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he battled and made the cut. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I don't. Think probably, I'll probably skip it. I, I, like with me with matchups, like I get I get so do so many during during the tournament that I typically only need to take whatever four to six okay. pre tournament. So I probably just pass. All right, so to put a bow on this discussion, so I am on Palmer over Horschel, minus 110. 
Love I that. am on Molinari over Hughes. I'm at plus 125. Love that one, too. I am considering Hideki over JT, mm. plus 110. Yep. I'm considering Burns over DJ at minus 120. Yep. And I'm considering Zal Taurus over Connors at minus 125. Oh, yep. and I'm also considering Rose over Bizet. So I'm only going to do maybe one or two more. I got to pick out of those. Yeah, I, I'm with you on all of them except Rose over Gazintek. So. Okay. All right. Maybe then maybe this carries over. Maybe I look at the positional market and see what Rose is. Yeah. Maybe I maybe there's a place there. I I don't I just don't respect the Zane Hoot. I don't know. Like that could be one where like Rose doesn't need to do much and yeah. he just beats him by Friday or by well Thursday. It's true. Yeah. So all right, why don't we take our break and then uh why don't we start breaking down positional props? All right, sounds good, then. All right, so listen, PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. The only thing more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is prop swapping in the NFL playoffs. Last weekend was PropSwap's biggest week ever, as bettors from across the country cashed in their Super Bowl futures, like Zach from Colorado, who sold his $100, 150-to-1 Bengals Super Bowl ticket for $1,500. Zach locked in his profit when he turned a $100 bet into $1,500, and the buyer got better odds than any sports book was offering. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hardy and download the free PropSwap app today. They also got awesome features like filtering listed tickets, best on the best value, free activity feed to stay in the know for all the big sales, and when red-hot tickets go up, a loyalty reward program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. Use the or join the real sports bettors on PropSwap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. Positional prop time. Yep. So we I kind of asked you a little about your process when I'm doing this. Mm. This is my philosophy. I like trying to get as many shares of golfers as I can. Like I kind of treat these tournaments as like a roulette board. Okay. Like I just want to try and just cover the board as much as I can without overextending myself and like just being on too many guys where I'm just not going to make money and then just seeing what happens. Yep. So typically what I do is I usually bet the top tens on guys. I don't bet the outright, but I like, I like, okay. but there's just something about that. But like, I don't think they're going to win, but I think they're going to show well. I got you. So you're doing, you're putting, you're putting the chip on 26, 18, 17 and 46. Basically, me. yeah, just like, versus, like in the, in, like the, in the middle of the square, basically. Right, and I'm and I'm taking like the two square or everything on twenty six. Yeah, so like, so you you t- check so out. you'll like you'll take the outright and you'll bet them top ten. Some people do that, which if you want to maximize your profit, yeah, that's great. But right. I mean, shit, if you're wrong about them, that's <laughs> oh yeah, too bad. That's too bad you lose. So yeah, I mean, listen, like, is are you gonna maximize your upside doing that? I mean, if you hit the outright and hit the top ten, you do. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, yeah, I guess you can call it hedging, but yeah, listen, like you like these guys for a reason, and yeah. you still can hit if both hit. And yep. if your outright doesn't hit, and let's say, let's like, God forbid, a guy bit Tutson, which has happened to me many, many times. Yeah. Hits, right. Listen, you at least got something. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So I'm looking. So I, I have Burns. I have Sungjae. I have. Finau, I have Scheffler, I have Wolf as my outrights. Mm-hmm. Of those, 
I think the guy I'm most inclined to back up with a top 10 is probably Finau, to be honest. Yeah. I, 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 I just, I, I trust him here. I think he's going to turn it around this week. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, I mean, I'm fucking outright on him, right? Um, and I love him in DFS. He's just so chalky at DFS. And so yeah. with no dead, with no dead heat, I'm getting plus 250. So I don't, I don't hate that. Yeah, but he's, I mean, he's, he's chalky every time he comes here. I know. He just produces. I know. So I think that's, if I, I am going to do that, I'll probably do that. But the guys that I have not bet outright that I am probably going to two of three betting a top 10 are Berger, Hideki, and now that I think about it, maybe he missed the cut. Will Zalatoris, he might ma- miss that cut. Miss what cut? No, no, no. As in the cut of guys of oh. any top ten. <laughs> I was like, wait, well, hold on a second. We just no, kind of no, 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 matchup, no, motherfucker. No, no. <laughs> as in, like, now that I mention it, like, I, God, he's got so much steam behind him, doesn't he? This week, he does. But look, I mean, it's for good reason, right? Just because this, listen, we talk about this all the time, right? There's good steam and bad steam. So, you know, whatever it is, you can't just jump off just because other people like him. Because listen, once again, Twitter, Twitter is an echo chamber. That's why uh, I'm not. It's why I'm not on it, so I can ignore right? it. So, so you just, you know what I mean. And, and so, and it's because we all look at the same same data, and you know, we all we all we all digest the same info, right? And it becomes a group thing. Thing it really does. Um, and sometimes it's right, sometimes it's not. And really, like if you think about it, like the the golf Twitter community has had a bunch of close calls and a bunch of fucking caches over the past fall swing. So yeah. it's not necessarily terrible. You know what I mean? It gets terrible when everybody's on, <clears throat> excuse me, when everybody's on, I don't know, some fucking $6,700 schlub who um, all of a sudden hasn't done anything. And now, now he's 15% off. Like, all right, well, it's, that's, that's bad news. <laughs> well, but you if, know what, you know why I think, I mean, I've, I've hit a lot of outrights going back to the fall. Yeah, fuck yeah. And a lot of people have. I think it's because we're on a nice run of like, it seems like this sweet spot for outrights is between like 30 and 50. Mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of those guys have been hitting. Yeah. Like, I know Cam Smith had a number on a certain book, but like most other places, he was like mid 20s to like 30. But I, but like, um, Hideki yeah. was around 20. Yeah. Rory was around 25. He had um, Kokrak was like a 50. Mm-hmm. Gooch was at 45. Homa, I think, was like 40 at the Fortnite. Burns was like oh. 18. Like, we're on like yeah. a nice run of like. Yeah, guys who should win win. Yes. Yeah. And at some point, that's going to end. Yeah, Huston Swafford just won. That is true. Yeah. And listen, if he, if, if your model said you at his number had positive EV, congratulations to you. Hey, listen, this this. I, I saw, uh, I saw a bunch of screen caps. And, and so, we, so with the Amex, everybody knew to just throw some dots at some bombs. And look, I mean, it, listen, you th- and nobody was like, I bet a hundred dollars on him. You know what I mean? But people yeah. were like, oh, I threw five, 10 bucks on him. I took, I took 50 bucks spread it between five golfers who look good coming in good form and they hit on them. So fucking sweet. Good for good for fucking them. It's no, it's, it's no worse than me fucking betting sun, sun Kang first round leader. You know what I mean? That's true. You know? So like, whatever, I never throw shade at somebody hitting a fucking win bet. Now, if somebody was going around touting saying they knew they was going to fuck a win, that's a different story, but I haven't seen anybody making that stupid victory lap. I'm pretty sure they would have got body bagged. Right. So, <laughs> all right. So as far as top 10, so you have one on Rom. Yep. 
You went back to the law of the football bat. Yep. Okay. But right. We should only make up half, not even half. Dude, I put a, I put a hefty amount. Of, it was one of my bigger bets in a while. You right? sounded really co- – you were very confident about that bet. Yeah, of course. Of course. Cause, I, think, I think it's I think every bet I were, think is going to win. I think as confident as you were last spring at the Valspar when you bet like <sighs> – Henrik Norlander minus two twenty five over Henrik Stenson, and Stenson put you in a body bag. He did too. He did whatever. <laughs> Buck gave it his awesome three wood. I hate it. Exactly. If I had known, if I had known he brought back his old three wood, I probably never would have bet it. But I texted you that I was like, oh shit, he's got his old one back. Fuck. You know, I actually saw a uh, a story that um, the European like or the RNA or whatever, basically European golfers are yeah. upset with Stenson. Why? Because. They basically gave him an ultimatum that you can be the captain of the Ryder Cup team in Italy, but you can't play the bone saw. And he's playing the bone saw. Are you and fucking people, serious? People are upset about that. Yeah, I. I that's dumb. People are upset. Wait, what's dumb? That he's playing the bone saw and giving up to be a European I think, captain? I think he should be independent. I don't uh, think we should care about that. No, for somebody who feels as strongly as some people, not saying who, about the bone saw, now that it affects one of the guys you like, now you think it should be fucking independent. No, it's listen, listen, this is me personally. I have my own thoughts about the matter. But right. at the end of the day, these guys are independent contractors. Of just like you and just I? like you and me, by the way. Yeah. And listen, like if he wants to go play, go play. Like, like I appreciate. Like, there's been so much we're going to get into a bone saw discussion right now because, listen, we're just what we're doing. This is a Lucy Goosey show. <laughs> um, there's been so much bullshit from all the players about their rationalizations, why they're playing this thing. It started with like like Patrick Reed last year. Oh, we're just trying to grow the game or Justin Rose said the same thing. Yeah, bullshit. You know what I appreciated? I appreciated what Shane Lowry said a couple weeks ago, saying <sighs> I'm not a politician. I'm a golfer. At least you're open and honest about it. So listen, like you can, I, I, I don't think they should be playing, but they, they, these guys are just trying to make a living and they th- got thrown a bunch of money in their faces. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to, it is what like, it is. I'm not going to pretend like I'm a high and mighty. If somebody wanted to throw me a bunch of fucking loot and go play it at a shady ass country with yeah. a terrible track record. I just, I, I just, I want these guys to just be up front with, right. Listen, they're paying me a lot of money to go play there yeah, instead of like, saying, Oh, well, uh, Saudi Arabia is trying to turn things around. Right. They're, they're, they're a lot more progressive. Stop with that bullshit. Okay? Who is that? They're Who's paying that? you $500,000 <laughs> to go play. That's the reason why Bubba Watson's over there, by the way, which is, yeah. Which is nuts. Given but some Bubba's, of his, like some of his, his stuff, like dude, he, yeah, dude, think about it. He's got daughters. You know what I, I mean? Know. He's he's got That's, like yeah, yeah. So like like whatever, man. Like like yeah, it's it's uh, who was it? Who, what did I text you? It was was it Norman who was trying to explain away uh, how Saudi Arabia is now like progressive for women because they can fucking drive because they can drive. Fuck off! It's That's, like come on, bro. Like and what's funny is is like so I'm I, I'm not even old enough to like really remember uh, Norman playing right other than like the highlights on, on like classic and shit, um, but like he's good when he's like doing commentary and shit. And then I I heard he was doing that and I was like oh man. And then he came out with those comments. And I was like oh man, it's like, so bad. I so bad. I it's just want look. I just want these guys to be open. That yes, they're paying me a lot of money. I'm gonna go play it. And it's a really good field. 
Dude, that's what I said about Tiger yeah. too. Like back in the day, like it wouldn't like everybody was killing him for his extra matter of affairs and, and like trying to. He was just. I was like, dude, just just turn heel. Just turn heel. More people just admit what the hell's going on, and more people will love you. America loves a comeback story. America loves the underdog. Like they, like they like to fix. They like they like the wives, right? They like to fix you, right? America wants to see you overcome whatever issues you have. Well, I mean, that's that's a whole other conversation. But fair, fair enough. All right. Um, while we get back to positional props after that whole time. Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay. Yes, that is what we're doing. All right. So I, I think my targets for top tens are Berger, Matsuyama, Finau, Zal Torres, maybe Scheffler in there. I probably am only going to do three. So okay. I'll try and figure that. All right. Top 20s. So wait, I got. Oh, yeah, got, so you have Rom. I got Burns, too. Burns it. Yeah, okay, Burns. Burns it plus 200. And then I got Molinari at plus six. It was small, small, okay. small. Dude, listen, listen, for whatever reason, he plays a California tracks well. He lives out here now. So he did the same thing last year. Remember, we were like, oh, maybe he's going to be back. No, no, no. He was not back. He just played these courses well. He's got a good track record here. Fuck it, dude. Fucking plus 650 with dead heat, with no dead heat rules. Yeah, I'll take okay. it. That's not, See, my no- I, that's not my normal size bet. So how I do it is... Because there's very room, little room for error in a 150-man field for a top 10. Yeah. Typically, for a top 10 bet, my sweet spot is, like, if you want to, like, give it an equivalent to, like, DraftKings pricing, mm. it's, like, mid-nines Nine. to, like, high-eights. I got you. Because those, you, know, you, get, you get, like, two and a half to one, three to one. Like, those are really good players with high upside. But, like, I mean, when you get to, like... I mean, I, I know it's fun to throw 10 to 1, 12 to 1 on a top 10, but yeah. like for those types of players, I'd rather just jump down to like a top 20, top 30. Look, I hear you. There's, there's yeah. no question about it. And, and so Finau's plus 252. I think I'm going to have to get on that. Yeah. Yeah. That, like that's that's my sweet spot. But so you got to think about it, too. So so let's let's say let's say uh, let's say Moly hits. Right. Yeah. Right. And let's say I put 50 bucks on. Him, right. And so that's a much bigger payout and that's going to sustain another three to four bets on the higher tiered guys next week on the top tens. No, I, you know I, I, mean? to, I totally agree. It just said like, how much can you tolerate dry the dry spells? Yeah. And that's the thing. And, and, and look, I, I, I don't go crazy with these things. You know what I mean? And, and I typically like, and I told you at the beginning, I was like, oh, I used to not have a whole bunch of top 10, top twenties. Cause whatever, they don't like get me all excited. But um, when I started going back and looking and I'm like, all right, where's, where are my results at? Where's this at? I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm doing all right at this. And I'm pretty decent at ROI with some of the longer shots on this stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. More, they have more on the top twenties and the top tens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, how I look at it is like, if I take three of those guys, I'm pretty confident one's going to hit. I come out ahead. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So like it's, again, it's not swinging for the fences, but nope. at the end of the day, like, Come out ahead and golf. Yeah, money's money. Okay. All right. So then, like, kind of on that same like chain of thought, when I do top twenties and thirties, like I'm looking at like mid eights, high nines, mid sevens. Like that's like where the range there, and that typically you're getting like three to one, four to one, five to one, six to one on those. Yep. And those you only if you do like six or seven, you need to basically hit two, and you're golden. Yep. So I created like a list of because I don't have all the odds on on my books yet that I, I want to compare first. Mm. So my list of top 20s right now, Palma, Palmer, Lanto, 
Joaquin Neiman, Lukeless, Aaron Wise. Oh my God, we're on so many of the same. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I mean, like, listen, like, like a lot of these guys I can point to really good course history. A lot of these guys I can point to, they check a lot of boxes as far as length and good, you know, long iron play. Oh. I mean, Aaron Wise, like, I think that's the biggest question mark for me is because he was so good in the fall. Like, but is that putting number what he was doing real? Yeah, yeah because he, he like he he went to, I think, the broomstick. Hey, man. Like, is that going to continue? Because his history on Poe is not very good. So I just, but, I, I, I haven't seen him since the fall, so I don't want to touch him yet. Right. Yeah, maybe so, that's maybe that's somebody I leave off like the. I, the I would I would wait and see if you miss you miss he's not winning this fucking thing right. So, so no, he, he's I don't think he you, miss, you miss you miss a top twenty at plus two hundred. Okay, you'll survive. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know, but it's it's tempting. Like I I, I kind of want to see. But you can get you can get a Keegan Bradley. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that at plus two fifty with no uh, dead heat. No, I'm not doing that. When's the last time Keegan Bradley actually had a top 20, like, anywhere? Uh, fucking, like, three tournaments ago. Not even. Let's pull it up. Hold on. I'm disparage my man. He had, uh, he had T12, T12 at Sony, T7 at Zozo. Thank okay. you. My apologies. <laughs> I'm sorry I came after your man. And if that's the case, maybe I will. Add. And the last time he played here, he, he came in he was 16 or 17. One. Yeah, he was. One year. Yeah. Yeah. And he, came, uh, he finished top T17. All right. And then, can, like, can, my can top 30 dog? is 30. Can you hear my dog? Yeah, I did. I hear that. Second second day in a row. What, the, what is he doing? I don't know. Do you have alligators out there? Do you have raccoons? I live in Florida. So you yeah, trash probably. pandas running oh, around? Oh, dude, listen. Let me tell you. These fucking goddamn raccoons, man. These cocksuckers open the fucking trash cans. They open them and get in. And it's my fault because I need to pull it into the garage. But I got four kids. I got bikes. I got I – my garage is just full of shit, just full of shit. It needs I, – I clean it out, and then a week later, it's just full of shit again. I, uh, these, I cleaned up trash two days in a row. This morning, it was 28 degrees where I live, which is insane for Florida. Like, I had to start the car. So he, I could, heat wave up here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I had to start the car so I could drive my kids to the fucking bus stop, at, like, 20 minutes before. And I, I go open the door, and I'm like, mother – Fuckers, man! It's it, it's it's all over the driveways, and it's freezing. Oh, this fucking nightmare. Anyway, yeah. So uh, about a week ago, uh, we had a lot of garbage. We did a little bit of a clean in the house, and we just had you know kind of garbage sit on top yeah. there. And we had uh, chicken wings on Sunday, Oof. and then it snowed about twelve <laughs> inches overnight. So when I went out to go shovel. A raccoon had gotten into our garbage, and there were chicken wing bones just all over the top of the snow. So just add to my misery of getting up at five in the morning. In two degree weather, shoveling a foot of snow and picking up discarded chicken wing bone <laughs> all across my driveway. <laughs> great, great start to my Monday. Absolutely. Right, that's, that's, where you, that's where you just go. Fuck it. I'm calling in sick. I'm going back to bed. Right. Why don't we fun. take one more? Let's, why don't we take one more break and then we'll uh, close up. out the show. All right, sounds good. All right, man. So listen, uh, better fantasy. This the fantasy season may be over, uh, but the action is still coming with the Better Fantasy app. Download their free to play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their playoff prop pools to score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because. 
We can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way. It's totally free to play, and you'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 states. So download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And, of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app. Uh, you can find all the articles, podcasts, all the free shit. And uh, don't forget to toss us a review on Spotify, Apple, uh, whatever you guys listen to us on. And, yeah, spread the word, man. Trying to uh, trying to grow this thing up, man. And uh, we love working with you guys. So make sure, to, uh, make sure to give it back to us, man. We just asked for a, a review. That's it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so hopefully a favorable one, too. But if not, you know what? We'll take it, too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, I guess just like closing out the show, like some other things I'm looking at, like, so like the guys in my top 30, 40 list, um, yeah, Mito Pereira, who just everybody seems to forgot about, like, I, I, I don't get that at all. Like how, how did he get forgot? He was loved by everybody and no, no one's on, no one's on him this week. I know. I mean, so, all right. So there's that. I mean, Matt Jones. I talk about him in the DFS show. There's some things that like I like about his game that isn't the perfect cookie cutter thing for this, but he's Correct. had success here. Nope. Um, and he I shot get, 32 a couple weeks ago, 32 yeah, under a couple weeks ago. I mean, that was a, that was an exhibition, but I don't care. Listen, whatever. He he showed some form. Yeah. Um, I guess Cam Davis is on my list. He's I, I just I, he's a good player. He kind of checks a couple boxes. Yeah, he's fine. He's long off the and tee. Patrick yeah, Rogers too. Like he, he's so boomer busted. So he's there like top ten or cut at this event. But so is, no, Pat, no. is Patrick Rogers American or Canadian? He's American. Okay. Yeah. Um. Maybe after Michael Thompson screwed everybody last week, maybe this is the time to go back to him. He's he, his course history is actually pretty good. His course history was good at the last place too. I know. Well, that, that was that was like twenty percent ownership. Michael Thompson. This is two percent ownership. Michael Thompson. No one's gonna be on him this week. That's fair. Uh, CT fan. I definitely will have a bet on. I, I gotta decide if it's thirty or forty. Um, Make it forty. I'll. All right. I'll probably get on Buckley again. Probably get on Smalley again. I I just like those two players, and then maybe Carlos Ortiz. But I think that might be too cute. I think that's too cute. Okay. All right. So I'll probably take him off the list. So all right. So that's a list. I'll put out a final card with them tomorrow. Do you have anything else? No, I mean, we were just looking at uh, before we came on. So yeah, full disclosure, we didn't look at shit. I was like, hey, you need to tell me what site I can pull this stuff up by because none of my <laughs> none of my none of my books are giving me anything. So okay. we pulled up DraftKings and uh, I'm talking to the listeners, not you, dude. You were the one telling me it. Um, and so Mark Leishman at plus 130, top Australian. I don't hate it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the but I'm the same asshole who fucking laid minus one sixty for John Rahm, top continental European, and got beat by some Frenchman and fucking Molinari. So you know, take that with a grain of salt. Somebody named Brett drew it might win it plus eighteen hundred. Whoever the fuck that guy is, that'd be some upset. <laughs> there you go. All right, I got nothing. I don't usually do nationality props. So usually nah, I, don't usually. Really do, I just got cute last week because I didn't want to pay the juice for the top ten. Either way, I would have lost. So I guess it doesn't fuck about him. Yeah, it doesn't matter. John yeah. Rob was terrible yeah. over Saturday and Sunday, and yeah, back to the well. May have helped people mad on social media too. Yeah, yeah whatever. So. All right. All right, I got nothing else. So, all right, yeah. well, all right, well, listen, you know what to find Steve, man. Uh, come find him in the Slack channel, dropping knowledge and showing us uh, where to bet uh, rounds to rounds and uh, showdown type stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, go to sportsgamingpodcast.com, click on any of his articles, click on the Slack channel, and make sure you find your way in there. You know where to find me, Boston underscore Capper uh, on Twitter. 
And uh, other than that, all right, the new week is really the start of the golf season now. We get a nice fucking full field. Let's break them fucking books. 